all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Well, 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 welcome everybody. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to today's 15-minute topic show. Hey, thank you, and I welcome you all, and I thank you, I welcome you all, I'm sorry, and I thank you all for tuning in to my show. Gaslighting. What is gaslighting or what's an example of gaslighting? Okay. I've done a little research on this term because the term is used often on talking points and stuff like that and uh, you know political points and whatever like that the term uh, gaslighting. And gaslighting, if it's used or defined, it's never because it's good. So the term is never used for good. Now, we live in a world of gaslighting. And I'm going to tell you what the gaslighting means, a little basic uh, JoJo type of definition of gaslighting. We live in a world of gaslighting. Politically, and relationships, and friendships, and just around. We use that term quite a bit. And a lot of people use it without even knowing they're gaslighting. Because you got to remember, gaslighting is just a term. And the term came from an old stage show, I believe, in the 1930s, or what I read. And was used in the the uh, the stage show became a movie around 1938 called Gaslight. And what that term was based off? Why did they? Why did that term come to fruition today? They based it off that movie Gaslight. What it was, I think, uh, uh, this this husband had a gaslight lamp. That's mostly what they used, and he had some type of a gaslight lamp, and he used to some way. Some somewhat dim the light, you know, just dimming everything. And I, and I believed when uh, his wife questioned him that the light was being dim, and all of a sudden, why all of a sudden kept dimming, dimming down and stuff like that. He would tell her, "It's just her imagination. The light is not dimming down. It's just your mind." And basically, he just lied to her, made her look bad, like she was just imagining things. So, that term, gaslighting, came from that movie. And that's real history. It came from that movie. So, the term gaslighting is a term that's used when a person is trying to manipulate you or trying to tell you what you are seeing or what you are or what we are hearing. It's not really what we see. Or what we are hearing. They try to make you feel 
like it's all in your head. It's not what you really think or that person didn't really say that or I did not really say that or you thought I said it or you took it the wrong way. Even though they know it's true what you have accused them of. That is called gaslighting. See, it's a reversal mechanism I like to look at to make you look like you don't know what you're talking about or you misheard what someone said or you're not interpreting it right or you didn't really see or hear what you think you see. Just say, for instance, you seen someone get shot and you've seen it very clear. You've seen a person shoot someone. You've seen that. You confronted them. You are an eyewitness. And they seen you look at them. They panicked. They knew you seen what they have just done. They just committed a crime. They just shot someone or they just robbed a bank. And you, get conf- and you confront them and tell them what you have just saw. And they tell you, no, it's not what you think. No, I did not shoot that person and look that way, or you didn't see what that person was doing to me. They had the gun. I was protecting myself. So I shot them. But what really happened, the person just up and shot them and killed them and robbed them, whatever. Gaslighting to make is all about having you to believe. What you have really seen is not true. That's gaslighting. That uh, type of manipulation is used in politics big time. On both sides, the Republican and the Democratic sides, and in life, in relationships and friendships, and in life. It's mostly used most of the time in the Democratic Party. I'm going to give you a few examples, man. And I'm going to give you an example or even on when I asked Chat GBT AI about what is gaslighting and, and, and give me an example of gaslighting. Now, why is I'm talking about this? Because to me, gaslighting is just another term of just you lying. But what makes it different and makes it even worse sometimes, these people will straight out, they, you know exactly what they have done. And they tell you not you're not seeing what you think you're seeing or you believe in the wrong way or you misunderstood what I said. You ever get that response from somebody? You know, you misunderstood what I said, or that that, that did not really happen. Or you seen a certain event and you might have an, an observation of the event or you have your type of you have an opinion. And what happens is they will tell you, no, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. I don't see that at all. Even though it's a trend of these things happening, they will tell you it's not really what you think. I think you you, you kind of got that conspiracy theory type of thinking, and it's not really what you're saying. That's a person, man or woman, that's gaslighting you. See? They will turn a true event and make you look like you're just making it up or it's not really what you said, even though they know it's true. That's kind of somewhat like a gaslighting, okay? All right. What I'm finna do here, let's go to the Bible. Who was the first gaslighter? 
who was the first one used the gaslighting in the Bible? If you said Satan, you are correct. The devil. Lucifer, whatever you want to call him. And I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. He was the first one to use this manipulation of gaslighting with Eve. Okay. First of all, let's go to the word of God. And let's start uh, at 15. This is God giving instructions to Adam what not to do in the Garden of Eden and what tree not to eat from. I'm going to start with Adam and I'm going to uh, uh, end with Eve. Okay. And then the next couple of shows, I'm going to tell you why I'm going this way. Very interesting. Now, let's go to Genesis uh, 2 and 15. Genesis 2 and 15. I'm reading out of the King James Bible. So let's read. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree, listen closely to this one, because that's what I this is what I want you to focus on. But of the tree of knowledge and of good and evil, thou shalt not eat it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, what did, verse 17, 2 and 17 says what? But of the tree, you can eat of any other fruits of the tree, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat it. For in the day that thou eatest, Thereof thou shalt surely die. In other words, when you eat it, you shall die. Okay. Let's go to three. All right. Let's go to three and one. Read. Now the serpent was more subtle or more crafty or, you know, devious, if you want to put it that way. Now the serpent, serpent was more subtle than any beast. Remember, the serpent is Satan using the serpent's body. Now the serpent was more subtle or devious or crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, this is Adam's wife, yea, hath God said ye shall not eat of every tree of garden? In other words, did God tell you not to eat from the tree of the garden? This is the response of the woman. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now, God did not tell Eve this. So evidently, uh, Adam, read between the lines, uh, gave the message to Eve. Because he didn't tell Eve this. God specifically told Adam not to eat from this tree. When you go back here, unless he died, that's all he said. But if the tree of knowledge and of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in that day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Eve said this, <clears throat> Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst or in the middle, of the garden, God had said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. What's different about this? Do you know? For the sake of time, I'm going to tell you. Eve added something to it. She added, touch it. God did not tell Adam not to touch it. He said, don't eat it. 
Eve added to touch it to it. That's very interesting to see that in the King James Bible. Eve added touch it because when God told Adam not to eat of the tree that was in the middle, you know, for whatever reason, he said, do not eat it. But Eve said, do not touch it. See, why she added that, I don't know. But she added touch it. Now listen to Satan, the serpent. And the serpent said unto the woman, he shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Now, did God say you shall die? Or when he told Adam that? Or did he say you will not die? If you say God told Adam, he said you will die, you are correct. You can read that and see that God said that. But you see has uh, Satan manipulating God didn't say you will die. Oh, he just probably said it like, no, you will not die. In other words, God only said this because if you eat it, eat this for you be like the gods. Other translation says like God, but the real translation is like the gods, okay, which is the angels and different things like that. That's what this means. You will be like the gods or the son of gods and stuff like that, which is known as angels, okay? Not God, Elohim the Father, but the Son of God, the King James. Other translations have God, but I believe the, the, the true translation is like God's in the King James Bible. You will know good and evil, which were, which did happen after, especially when Adam ate of that fruit. Now, what I, what this got to do with gaslighting? You see how Satan, through the serpent, said, you shall not surely die. In other words, oh, you won't die. Oh, God didn't really say it that way. That's what I'm saying. Who was the first one that gaslighted? Satan, the father of lies. He told a little lie with some truth. The same thing happens today. He told uh, Eve, you shall not surely die. He coerced her. In other words, then the next verse said, and the serpent said unto Eve, you shall not die, for God doth know in that day that ye thereof your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. He bypassed the death part and went straight to, no, God just don't want you to eat it because your eyes will be open, you know, good for evil. So in other words, what was left in Eve's head was, oh, oh I won't die. Now, what did she understand what dying was? I'm not sure. The Bible does not say. I believe she did. But uh, what Satan do? He took out the dying part. And everything else was true. But he took out the dying power. So therefore, Eve went on and she started getting attracted to that tree when she found when she thought that God was not going to die. Or she he manipulated her in a way to uh to believe that God didn't really mean what he said. That's gaslighting. And I'm going to get more into that on the next show and tell you why I'm going here. God bless you. Until then, peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.